welcome to the Hussef Show in partnership and powered by the Africa Chamber of Digital Commerce, AC of DC Inc. This podcast explores the latest trends and topics in emerging technology like blockchain, AI, and smart finance, and features insightful interviews with industry experts and thought leaders. As a driving force behind digital innovation and economic growth in Africa, AC of DC is proud to support the Hussef Show. Tune in to stay ahead of the curve and join us in shaping the future of technology in Africa. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show, to the Hussef Show. We have a special guest joining us today, Mustafa Shahat. Mustafa, welcome. It's, it's, it's been a long time coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it has been a while. Yeah, and um, I was saying... <laughs> We've been playing this for about, or we should have recorded at least a year and a half ago, and here we are finally <laughs> getting a recording in. Yeah. So I'm I'm super stoked right now. Yeah, yeah, we've made it. Yeah, I think we've been chatting back and forth for two years now, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And here we are. But for for those tuning in, we're going to be discussing startup and VC activity in the MENA region. Um, again, this is this is a fast growing uh, uh, ecosystem as well. A lot happening, as we know, the the MENA region probably holds over half of uh, the 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 world's oil, you know, reserves and things like that, or at least facilitating Correct. things in 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 that sector when it comes to oil, petroleum, and all of that stuff, right? So. Now we're going to find out what's really happening when it comes to the startup and, and the tech ecosystem and all of these good things. So I'm excited to dive into that again. Mustafa, welcome. Uh, let's Thank dive you. in. But before yeah. we dive into the conversation, I think it's important uh, that our audience get get a better sense of who's Mustafa. What are you working on? You know, things sure. along those lines, and then we can dive in. Yeah, in a nutshell, my background is entrepreneurship, and I used to work with the U.S. Embassy in Cairo running entrepreneurship programs in Europe and Africa. Um, um, and then right now, I'm working with different VCs and angel investments groups, and I'm helping businesses to fundraise. And yeah, so I play that role of being consultant slash part-timer in some of these startups. Uh, they usually take uh, focus, so... Matter of fact, as you as you just explained that, Mustafa, first thing, that's that's the fastest I think I've ever heard someone introduce themselves. So <laughs> thank, you, thank you on that. That's awesome. Uh, what I was going to say, Mustafa, I'm I'm already sure that we have to record a, a recording on um, on uh, what do you call it? Capital raising and you yeah. introducing Snowville, all these different things, because um, oh, yeah, I know you've you've been really effective. Yeah, in that regard. So that's something I would love to have a conversation on. I'm put a little note on here. Yeah, sure, but sure. Again, yeah. so we're discussing. Yeah, so again, we're we're discussing uh, the startup and VC activity in the MENA region. With that being said, let's start with some some quick definitions and things like that for those who are are first hearing this term MENA region. What is the MENA region? And then from there. Um, also, we want to dive into entrepreneur activity. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, uh, I mean, a region it's, it stands for the Middle East and North Africa. So it starts from Morocco, 
uh, all the way to Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates. Um, we call it we call it that region, all of it, like the north, uh, the the Middle East and North Africa. Um, it's a very complicated region. Uh, at the same time, it's a very exciting and very interesting. Um, it does have a lot of resources and opportunities as well. So, okay, now let's 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 discuss the entrepreneurs, right? What is yeah. what have you found? Are the motivating factors? What is motivating entrepreneurs to um, take the take this take a step into the the tech space into the startup world? Yeah. yeah uh, so from from what I've seen so far, um, usually when someone is starting a business, it, it comes down to three different elements. One is it's either like economical challenges, uh, the lack of finding proper jobs, so they kind of try to use their talents. Uh, capabilities and skills to kind of start something on their own. Um, or um, like there's a trending technology, something like an AI, like everyone is going uh, after an AI right now. So it used to be blockchain, then NFTs, then it's an AI. So everyone wants to start a um, uh, sort of like a SaaS company under AI technology. Uh, or if someone went through a real pain, um, and then they just want to um, kind of start business around it. So these kind of the three different, you know, stories I've heard in the past. And uh, I think what is uh, what is more trending in the region is uh, I think it's going to be more of economical challenges. Like um, like everyone is talented, skills have uh, have skills, and then they cannot find a proper job, so they can just start business. Usually, it's more of like a consultation or advising sort of like businesses. And then the second one comes down to the trending technology. So we're we're not yet in the blockchain even um, because we don't have the infrastructure. But I think with the AI, I think it's accessible somehow. So, what about uh, what are investors looking for in founders, and also not just founders, but also in startups currently in the region? Well, yeah, I, I think it comes down to two different important elements. One is commitment. Um, so as an entrepreneur, you have to be committed to the businesses you're running, and then it has to be your only focus. If you if you want people to trust their money with you, so it, yeah, I mean, you simply just be committed and work very hard on scaling that business and take it to the next level. And then investors also are looking for scalability. Is this a business will be scalable? Um, and what is your what is your strategy? Do you want to scale a business to the point where you can can be acquired by another big company, or can be exit, or it's an IBO? Like it's um, like it has to have a it has to have a, a strategy behind it. So that's what investors are looking for. So we're talking about scalability, and you're saying commitment. I know that in many parts of the world, Saudi Arabia comes to mind even right now. I know there's a two billion fund out. Um, uh, oh, initiative yeah. out over there. Correct. And part of the requirements, it seems, um, is uh, typically moving to that, moving your startup to that country or sure. uh, what, whatever it may be. How, when you're saying commitment, um, how far does that go? What, what are these countries looking for in, in order to deploy capital? Yeah, and a commitment, it means like, oh, it's like your startup is your full time. That's very much what I meant. Um, so you do like you work twenty four seven on the startup. So you're not being distracted by anything else um, in between. So you you started the business, you committed to it, 
and then you ask people to invest and put money with you on the business, then you have to be committed and, and work very hard to get it up and running. So that's what I meant with commitment. So. And I, okay. And obviously with that, that means if you're committed, you'll be willing to move as well, because this is your, your, uh, this, the, the business is your baby, right? So Correct. That, that would make a lot of sense. Now, speaking of that, as I just mentioned, the, 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 $2 billion fund. There's so much more going on in the region. Uh, I'm sure you're going to share some lights on uh, different funding sources and things like that. But yeah. I wanted to know, um, uh, transitioning from that a little bit, where's the funding coming from and who's getting most of it? Yeah, interesting. Um, I think the, the fund is coming from, majority of the fund coming from the West. Uh, what I mean from the West is uh, North American market as well as European market. They're looking at the, the region as it's an emerging market, right? So we do have so much in opportunities over here, and then they want to take, um, take advantage of it. Um, and I've seen a lot of funds um, starting, and all the LPs, a majority of the LPs are actually foreigners. Um, and they are willing to invest in the region because they see the potential of it. Um, and yeah, so I feel like that does have an advantage. So really, if you start in a business, um, and it's take focus and you have a little bit of traction, um, a little bit of money coming into your business, you are eligible to get investments, uh, which is completely different in the, in the West because it's so much competition. Um, the ecosystem is more mature just have a lot of opportunities and money in, into that uh, ecosystem. But here, it's like we're still kind of growing, right? So we do have so much opportunity. So I definitely encourage everyone, if you have a, a tech idea and you want to launch it, just go ahead and do it, and the money will follow you eventually. Uh, and the region is full of people, like, looking every day for businesses to invest in, literally. Um, and then sometimes I... I've been asked by investors, hey, do you have an access to PropTech or do you have access to a, a cool fintech business? And then I I kind of sometimes I find it I find it hard to kind of find a proper one. I mean, it, it took me a while to be connected to a proper market or, or communities locally here to be able to find proper businesses. So the more businesses people can start, the more opportunities and more funding will come eventually. So. How how can founders navigate uh, the ecosystem? Yeah, good question. So, uh, from my experience, I think the the best way is using technology and innovation. Which means, like, I simply go to websites like Crunchbase or PageBook, um, look at LinkedIn Sales Navigator, kind of search. It took me a while to figure out how to build. Um, a flow around that and be able to kind of easy find contacts and who's doing what. But as a start, you can start with those websites. I know PitchBook is a little bit expensive, but Crunchbase is, is reasonable. So you can look at Crunchbase, you can search about who is investing in what. Um, and they have the, if they have invested in the past, what type of companies they invested in so that you can approach them. And also sometimes they offer and provide the data. Um, so yeah, technology and innovation, that's, that's my approach. 
Well, that's my recommendation. So I want to know what are the three tips you have for, for founders? You, you're kind of going down that, that, that path already, you know, giving us the tips on um, how you're finding uh, investors on PitchBook and whatnot, but uh, let's continue. What are your top three tips for founders when it comes to raising capital? Yeah. Um, let's see, I, I, I did work with few startups helping them to fundraise. And I can tell from, from those, I, it was very easy for them to fundraise. It was because one, they have some numbers and traffic first. Um, so get some users, get some traffic. Um, and then you'll be able to grab attention easily. Um, and then also study, study your market very well. I mean, investors are investing in markets, not investing in the startups anymore. So they look at the market and what trending in the market. And, and I, I think where, when, when someone talks about, like when someone talks and explains that there are startups in that market and this market is like 20 billion, 30 billions or 100 billions, that means like they're looking at the bigger pictures. So that'll also encourage investors to kind of really dig deep and have in-depth discussion with them about the potential of investing in this startup. Um, so I think those kind of my kind of my recommendation first, so I would say, so. So we have, I don't know if I can let you off so easy. I think we, you, 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 you share two or am I missing one? Uh, so right now I have get users and traffic. Correct. Uh, investors are focused on the, the markets. Market. Uh, we need a third one out of you. It was, it was top <laughs> three tips. I think you share two. All right, I can think of. Um, all right, so yeah, three tabs. Okay, um, I'm kind of trying to kind of think of one that is like based on my experience. I just wanted to, um, on the top of my head, I think will be. I think uh, I know. Um, I know you're trying to keep some of the sauce. You can't give it. You can't give it all away. But we we need something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, cool. I think will be the third one could be for raising capital um, is use automation and technology most of the time. To um, you don't have to do this manual anymore. Um, so you, uh, I know when 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 people say you want to use an automation technology that might turn off the investors, but it's no. Um, it saves you energy and time so that you can invest it back into the business. So use technology and automation most of the time to do the outreach, to schedule campaigns, to um, to share investors' updates, build a newsletter for investors so that they can be updated with all the um, updates and announcement and news on your new startups. I think that will be the third one, if, if that's helpful. <laughs> Yes, no, it, it actually is. And um, like I said, I, I really believe that if, you know, if you're willing to give us an opportunity to have a, another conversation on maybe some nuances of, uh, you know, building a relationship with investors, again, navigating these ecosystems, uh, engage, engaging in conversations, just the, the, the shebang of raising capital, you know, because uh, I know you have some 
a lot of tools up your sleeves. <laughs> and yeah, it'll be, it'll be cool to to share some of those with the ecosystem. Now, let's let's uh I want to ask you about foreigners. Uh as you just shared, the money's coming from the west and flowing to the east. We see these things happening in Latin America, we see it happening in um Africa, just emerging markets that whole. I want to know how can foreigners support and get involved with the MENA region? Yeah. Um, first of all, I highly recommend if someone has an interest in the MENA region, they have to visit the MENA region. Um, there are a few countries in the North Africa region that I would highly recommend coming in and visit because they have a very strong entrepreneurship ecosystem. Um, I'll start where I'm from, which is going to be Egypt. And then the second one is going to be United Arab Emirates. And the third one is going to be Saudi Arabia. So these are the three countries, I would say. If someone wants to come to the region and understand the entrepreneurship ecosystem, they need to come to visit the region first to understand the uh, the three, the, to understand the ecosystem first. And then if they're willing to, to do investments in the region, I think because if it, it takes it takes time and efforts to do a due diligence individually on each startup you have an interest in. So I highly recommend going after funds or, um, or invest along with other VCs or other investors. So that's what I would recommend. So. Man, that's awesome, bro. Um, again, you share so much value with us. And I, I see your, uh, your 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 kid wants to to share some insights on the MENA region too, huh? I <laughs> I hear the background. Um, she wants to kind of play. Around, what time? So. What time is it in Egypt? By the way, right now. It's midnight. Oh, she wants to play around. Oh wow, 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 wow. Um, that that's the beauty, as as you were saying, you know, that using the innovation and the technology that we have to our leverage. Here here we are. I'm in. Um, Minnesota, you're in Egypt, completely different time difference, but here we are having this conversation and sharing value with, uh, with, uh, the community. Um, so I want to thank you for that and, um, looking forward to more conversations, but before we get off, um, how can we, how can we reach you? And also, um, uh, what, what, what are some, uh, what are some, I want to ask you, what was the last book you read, man? I, I think that's a good one because you're such a sharp dude. What's the last book you read and how can we reach you? Let's end there. Um, yeah, I think the last book I read, um, it was The Power of Habits. So I think that was Ooh. very helpful. Um, and the people, I'm, I'm very active on LinkedIn, so anyone can come and message me and text me on LinkedIn. I usually respond to all. Um and or they can reach out to me by email. So my email is ms at mustafashahad.com. Um and you can just leave my email in that if you want to. So and you also have videos on your YouTube as well. Um some oh, tips man. on capital raising, is that correct? I do yeah. have yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tell I've you, digested so, all of those, yeah. <laughs> what I uh so it's very funny when you look at my um, YouTube channel. It's not big. I'm not. I'm not a blogger or a YouTuber. But I, what I did with YouTube was, uh, first of all, I was doing interviews with some of the entrepreneurs. So I was uh, interviewing entrepreneurs from all over. Um, each interview was around 20, 30 minutes, very much the same as this one. Um, so everyone was sharing about their uh, why they started 
uh, their business, why they're doing what they're doing, um, and uh, the potential of their business. And also, um, um, some of them shared some interesting opportunities, like you can just go ahead and check some of these videos out there. Um, and I also was putting some funny videos about me working out because I love working out databases. So I love taking care of myself. So uh, I know it's not relevant, but yes. <laughs> it's there anyway, if, if anyone is interested in having a look. No, sol solid co content, especially um, uh, capital raising. And obviously your gains are going to motivate others to hit the gym as well. So if you're looking to get inspired to, um, actually continue with your New Year's resolution or you're looking to get capital raising tips, uh, definitely you want to check out Mustafa. But Mustafa, thank you for joining us and looking forward to our Absolutely. next conversation. Thank you so much, V, for having me. Appreciate it.